0: Welcome into Success by Design, a business podcast on the WHIN Podcast Network. Now, here is the founder and CEO of Navarro Creative Group, Wendy Navarro.
1: Welcome back into Success by Design. I'm Wendy Navarro, CEO of Navarro Creative Group and your host for these podcasts, and thank you all for listening as you all know we conduct these podcasts with our local business owners and local business leaders because we think it's really important to highlight the spectacular events and people that are going on here in Sumner County and today we have two spectacular people and business owners we have Lee Rucks and Matt Rucks with Christian Brothers Auto Mechanics here in Hendersonville so thank you so much for being here
2: Thank you for having us. Thank
1: yeah, you. appreciate it. So I was recently reading, and we talked about this just a moment ago, but I was recently reading a little bit about Christian Brothers. And I'm so impressed with their retention of the franchisees. It's 100% success rate. That's unheard of in any business. I know success rates for franchise ease is higher than like your independent businesses but that's really impressive so tell me um either of you can answer I would love to know what made you go into a automobile industry number one is that your background
2: no that was definitely not my background (laughs) definitely Um, not I was I was in operations management and pharmaceutical manufacturing wow and uh at the age of 40, found myself laid off and just looking to do something completely different. Mm -hmm. So I was apprehensive about going into an industry that I didn't know anything about. And, and, uh, you know, of course that was my first question to, to, uh, Christian brothers was, I don't even change my own oil. And they (laughs) laughed and said, well, you would be the typical franchisee. We, you know, we want you to run, run this business, you know, uh, deal with, you know, customers, staff, and, you know, the car stuff you'll pick up. So,
1: so, so they were looking for someone who had a passion, not for the
2: automobile industry specifically, specifically for people. Yeah. It's a, I mean, we're in the, we're in the service business. So right. Whether it's cars or donuts or, you know, sandwiches, it doesn't really matter. So, right.
1: And so with that model, you identified that it was a good fit for you.
2: Yes, I felt like I could fit in. You know, you mentioned the success rate. They've yeah. never had a shop fail, and so obviously when you're picking a franchise, you want to make sure that you know what what are my chances of being successful? So
1: And now you 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 chose the franchise. Were you here already in Hendersonville when you decided to open up in Hendersonville?
2: No. No, we we were in South Carolina. And oh, so
1: you guys went completely 360. Let's we go in, all in. We're right, doing this,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah, that yeah. The uh, Hendersonville just kind of fell in our laps. Um, so we were we were living in South Carolina, close to parents and family and brothers and sisters, and plugged in. And, and our plan was to open one in Greenville, South Carolina. Mm. And so, kind of last minute, Mark Carr, the owner of Christian Brothers, said, but "Have you thought about relocation?" And so. I blurted out, "Sure, where?" And, you
1: know. <laughs> and Lee sitting there He's looking at you yeah. like, "What?" Pinching him under the table. <laughs> they,
2: they said Nashville, and I had never heard of Hendersonville. Yeah. So anyway, it's just uh, it was it was where God wanted us to be, and it everything fell into place just like it should.
1: Now, did you do so? Because I I'm a believer of you know you got to listen to the voices in your head because a lot of times you're being led somewhere, right? So and I, I'm a big believer in that, but at the same time, that's a big leap. I mean, you you were starting a new career you were starting in a new area that you didn't know anything about i'm assuming how did you find out more about coming to this area and feeling comfortable with that understanding that you know you felt like you were being led there but sometimes we have to do a little you know due diligence to really feel 100 percent confident
2: well we had a couple of trips here We, we visited we um as lee likes to say we interviewed schools Decided we wanted our kids to go to Indian Lake Elementary. Yep, and and the other schools were also great, but that for whatever reason that was that was where we felt the most comfortable. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a scary thing moving, and not only that, but moving into a business that you know nothing about. And, right, you know, it's a big it's a big leap of faith. So it's a
0: and we had some signs along the way. I had a, a friend who uh, worked uh worked near me drop off a couple of magazines in my office one day which she had never done in my five years of working there and she um she just said take these home and read them one was a family circle one was a good housekeeping my number one concern was is hendersonville a good town to raise a family sure and in the uh july uh edition of family circle Uh, in 2009, there was an article uh, on the top 10 best towns to raise a family in america and hendersonville tennessee was one of the top 10
1: oh my gosh so
0: it was in that it was in that news in that magazine that she sent home with me and she didn't know that that article was even in that magazine and when i thanked her the next day about the article in hendersonville she said what article are you talking about (laughs) so i told her she was an angel in disguise
1: (laughs) she had no idea that's that's pretty phenomenal i think though there are definitely signs there like i said (laughs) you know listening uh, is really important in life, I think, sometimes, especially when you're a business owner and you're starting something brand new, um, you're just led sometimes to go in and, and be that in that direction, no matter how stubborn you are, because I know I'm stubborn, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that I'm stubborn as heck, and it took me a good year before I said, oh, okay, I think I'm being led somewhere, right? So now, when you started with Christian Brothers, you were here in a new city, you moved your family. Um, your kids are going to a new school and you're having to learn all of this while operating the business?
2: Well, or did well, they you go do, through some? Yeah, there was some, there was some training. So I went out to Houston, Texas and and uh, trained at Christian Brothers for a couple of weeks. Um, of course, that's not like having your own store sure. with real customers, you know. And so we role played and we learned the computer system and hired, hired uh, a great service manager and a, a couple of really good technicians and
1: did they so help you with
2: that? They did help with the interview process because I didn't know how to interview automotive yeah. technicians, you know. And and uh, we were sitting at one of the interviews, and I thought the guy sounded great. And the interviewer, who was a former technician, said he missed some basic diagnostic thing. And I said, wow, who didn't you know? But anyway, so, but, yeah. So they're, they were,
1: they're, they're next to you. They're side they by are, side with you they this were entire great, way.
2: great partners, absolutely. Okay. So, that, mm-hmm.
1: so that's amazing. And you guys are off of Main Street in Hendersonville. Now, I was reading um, reviews online for Christian Brothers, and you guys have a really great reputation. And what I thought was most impressive is and I think that you really do take to heart um, their nice difference motto, right? Because really what sets you apart from other automobile um, mechanics? What sets you guys, what sets Christian Brothers apart?
2: You know, we're, we're just trying to be a light in a really dirty industry that, you know, everybody's been burned at one point or yeah. another at um, automotive repair shops. And so, you know, we're just trying to be different. Um, the two guys that started the first Christian Brothers, they were in a Sunday school class, and they were trying to come up with a name. And they said, well, we're Christian Brothers, so Christian Brothers Automotive. That's where the name came from. And they said, you know what, we're going to do it different, and we're going to just treat people with honesty and integrity And it worked. You know, it's the simplest business concept there is.
1: Right. Treat people with respect and and, uh, do well with them. And you're going to turn that around.
2: Obviously, you have to be really good at fixing cars.
1: Well, yeah. um, (laughs) That's a a given. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that's, you know, we've got a lot of... A lot of bandwidth there, but um, you know, it it goes back to just the way we treat people, and so sure. that's 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 our foundation. That's what we try to do every day.
1: Right now, one of the things I also read is you guys aren't the cheapest guy around, right?
2: No, we're not.
1: So how do you overcome that when you have somebody who comes in and they're looking for the uh, cheap mechanic in town?
2: You know, not everybody's going to be your customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's that's going to be true um, in any business. You know, if if it's somebody that always just wants the, the cheap deal, you know, you can always shop and find anything cheaper. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we can't be cheap. We're, we're actually going to uh, to a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty starting January 1st. On
1: the work that you guys do?
2: On the work that we do. Wow, that's, so,
1: is that common? That's, that's uncommon. That's unheard of. I, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever had that except for at the dealer. That's so, a nice difference.
2: Yeah, yeah there so, you go. So you know we so we can't put cheap cheap parts on cars and we can't take shortcuts and
1: but people are responding so. to that because they know that it's really for them for the, for your customers and like you said you can't be everyone everything to everyone and i don't think any business should ever try to be everything to any to everyone they need to find their niche and they need to know who their demographic is okay so we're talking about your demographic tell us who your demographic is what areas do you serve i know you're here in hendersonville but do you have a lot of customers who come in to see you from different cities? Typically,
2: no. I mean, most of our customers are within a ten mile radius. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, they're uh, automotive repair is just something that you want local. Mm-hmm. You know, that most people want local. Yeah. Um, so, as far as demographics, you know, they do studies all the time, or you know, Christian Brothers does on our. You know, it's a it's a certain age person with two kids and teenage drivers, and you know, so you know basically you know we like like to service families you know and it's now that we've been open for almost 10 years wow congratulations it's kind of neat because we're seeing kids that were in high school that are now you know young families and you know we serviced their cars when they were 16 and now they're you know 25 26 and so that's, that's a really, really neat thing.
1: That is really neat. I think it's really cool that you guys have generations now coming to you. Yeah. And, and I think that's a very cool thing. obviously we want people that have cars that are out of
0: warranty. Right.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. now, now, Lee, you and I actually had a conversation one time talking about the um, amount of women that you have who come to Christian Brothers. Why do you think that is?
0: well, I think that they're servicing their family car, and it just—I don't know why—but it just tends to be that we see more females than we do males um, in 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 our line of work.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you agree with that, Matt? I yeah, mean,
2: it's yeah, it's um, it's probably fifty fifty anyway.
1: Yeah, but um, but with the women coming in, do you think that that nice um, motto has something? The nice difference motto has something to do with that.
2: Well, I th- I think the motto lends itself two women coming in it's a clean comfortable you know lobby right on main street it's not like you're going three blocks back in a in a scary old shop you know yeah and and so it's a you know it's a clean clean safe environment for you know uh ladies to come and visit. And
1: feel comfortable going. Mm -hmm. Like I know when I go to the auto mechanic, I I really do not like going to the auto mechanic just as much as I don't like going to the car dealership to buy a new car. um, Simply because I don't think, number one, I'm not educated enough to really understand what they're telling me. It's not my forte at all. And number two, I feel like sometimes um, I don't know if I'm getting told the truth. And that, you know, that that steers me away. If I feel that uncomfortableness, that does steer me away. So I think by making your lobby comfortable, which I actually read a number of reviews uh, of people who really appreciate going into a clean, nicely uh, kept um, lobby, that was something that meant something to them.
2: Yeah.
0: And research has shown, too, that the the female of the household um, makes the decision about where they bring their cars Mm -hmm. uh, for service. And um, I don't remember what the percentage was, but I thought that that was very interesting. It is so much about where the woman in the household feels comfortable because yes. she is um, a lot of times the one that brings it in. So, And I think our guys do a great job of, of uh, explaining things in layman's terms yeah. and not talking above them mm-hmm. so that they do understand and they feel comfortable
1: um, making the decisions to have the repair done or not. And that's a conscientious effort on your behalf and on your mechanic's behalf. Is that something that you guys train your mechanics to make sure that they're doing? Is to talk in layman's terms and not
2: yeah, mechanic terms. Well, we have to um, interpret a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that we've started doing recently is called a it's called a digital vehicle inspection. And so we've got the ability to take some pictures. And so if it's a if it's a piece that's broken or you know worn out and it's under your car and it's really hard for you to see it, or maybe you're at work and we've got the car, we can we can send you a video and show you that. You know this is the broken piece this is what we need to fix and this yeah. is why it just adds another layer of transparency you which know. is
1: fantastic so you're actually taking advantage of the online digital world which is right. great because then you don't have somebody having to come in during a working working hour lunch hour and and having to discuss that rush back to work it makes it convenient for them yeah. which is really nice
2: explaining it's one thing but being able to show a picture yeah or a video just you know, that just gets us all on, on the same page.
1: So what's your favorite part about being business owners?
2: You know, for me, it was it was plugging into this community and getting to know so many people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, did, I didn't have that before, working for a big company. And mm-hmm. you just go to work and you go home. And here, you know, every day is, you know, you're plugged into this community. And everybody that walks into that lobby, you know, is... You know um, it matters to me it's my family's reputation yeah you know the way they get treated the way we take care of them it's 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 my wife my kids here you know it's
0: it's it's everything everything.
2: it's everything yeah Yeah.
0: so so matt used to work 30 miles away from uh, the the city that we lived in in south carolina and you know, he he laughed and said that he was known as Lee's husband because I was involved in the community uh, way more than he was. And but now I feel like it's the 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 tide has turned. He gets held up at church you know talking to somebody about their car or whatever and i am ready to go you're like let's go <laughs> we're
1: done that's what i was going to ask you is it nice because what i love about the local business community and and being able to keep things local is you go to the grocery store you go to you know a restaurant and you're you're surrounded by people that you know and you're talking and you're engaging and it just makes it you know a lot everyone always has that idea or that ideal of the um, small town feeling. But, you know, in a larger city like Henderson Valley, even though it's, you know, relatively speaking, um, it's nice that you still have that feeling and that sense of community.
2: It does. Yeah. Right. Um, You know, I'm going to run into a customer every time I go to Kroger,
1: guaranteed. Yeah. That's so so that's, and that's really cool. I think. And so keeping your reputation intact is really, really important. Paramount. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to have a lot of stares.
2: Right. Right.
1: (laughs) You don't want that. And we
0: received some advice when we first moved to town that we needed to jump in and bloom where we were planted. So we got involved in the rotary club. I also got involved with my kids schools through their PTO. Yeah. Um, got involved uh, with the YMCA and some other organizations and I I, in the chamber, I just wouldn't trade any of that time because I have a marketing background and, and Matt quickly realized that my, I was, my time was best spent outside the shop Mm -hmm. versus being inside the business. So um, I spent a lot of time building those relationships and in turn, hoping that they would come back, you know, and give us business.
1: And And that, that's something actually I hear from, every business owner who we've had on the podcast we talk about relationships and we talk about the networking and just being plugged in um, to the community that it's one of the most valuable things that you can do rather than working in the business all the time even though you're you're not working quote unquote on the business when you're doing that you really are working on the business because you're working on building the relationships and your reputation
2: yeah that's that's the first thing that i tell a young franchisee is is get out there or get your wife out there whoever's best at that kind of you know those kind of events and things and yeah i mean but don't don't talk about your business much just help out where help out with the school with the Mm -hmm. church or civic organization or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and
1: so do you do that much with as Christian brothers do you do that I know Lee that you said you had gotten plugged in with a number of organizations and I know that you lead um, leadership middle Tennessee what else do you do as an organization as Christian brothers to uh work in the community and to provide different support means and things like that.
0: We host a single mom's oil change every year the second Saturday in October and our guys volunteer their time. We come in they come in on a Saturday. We're not we're our our hours are Monday to Friday from seven to six.
1: So we're closed on the weekends, which is also Oh, that's unheard of for unheard an of. auto mechanic, but I, I'm assuming that's part of the business model. Yeah, it is. And so
0: Saturdays, or the Saturday in October, um, it's called our National Service Day, and it it originated from Mark Carr, who's the owner of the company. Um, he just had a real heart and, and a passion for helping out single moms who had a baby on each hip and mm-hmm. no money to pay for their cars to be repaired. And so he started uh, giving back locally in the Houston area and and then it just took off, and now it's it's a nationwide thing with over 200 stores or shops. And so we, uh, our guys volunteer their time, and they come in, and we get our oil and our filters donated through our vendors and um and we schedule those uh oil changes uh we have about four cars that come through every 30 minutes for about four or five hours and it we feel more blessed than these moms do because it's just neat our our guys look like a pit crew out there rallying (laughs) around and and there, there are times when you know some of these cars are only seen once a year and They need new brakes and and whatnot. So now we have an allowance where we're able to do do a little more than an oil change if needed on some of these cars. So
1: that's really cool. So it started off with one uh, shop and then it expanded to all the franchises, about 200, you said, Mm -hmm. throughout the Mm -hmm. United States? Mm -hmm. Is it it the United States or Southeast? The United States. It's the United United States. States. Okay, that's awesome. And then it went from there. You guys were able to get your vendors to be a part of it and donate the product
2: some yeah some of the products donated. That
1: is so cool. Yeah, That is a really neat thing. Do you find that every year that it's getting more and more popular that you're able to help more people and that more people
2: want to be involved in helping? I think yeah it's every every year it's grown and then we've kind of had some offshoots from that. We've gotten you know um, worked with Grace Place Ministries, Cumberland Crisis Pregnancy Center, some of the churches and so we've kind of partnered with um, you know, doing some additional things to help some of these ladies out. We had an Eagle Scout two years ago that he called me up and, and and said, Mr. Rux, let's do, I want to fix six cars and give them to single moms. Oh, wow. And I said, that's what I said. I said, why don't we try for one?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, he's like going for everything. Let's and, do it all.
2: But he found them. He got these cars donated, and, and there were a few that, you know, didn't need to be you know that needed to go to a scrapyard, <laughs> but um, but anyway, we we ended up doing six, and then we wow. did two more because it just roll it just built on itself. So
1: you guys did eight.
2: So we did eight. So we so anyway, we gave them one to these single moms, and it was. You know, it was incredible. It was incredible for us. That is know? amazing. And, that
1: is a huge PR opportunity. I mean, well, from yeah, the marketing um, perspective. Yeah, uh, but, that's where my brain always goes. But you know, I did it was giving back. I understand. I,
2: I wouldn't, yeah, we didn't do it for that. And yeah. to me, that would take away from it. I, kind of feel bad talking about it here but no i think um, it's wonderful that people know that these
1: are the things that you do and i think that's what makes the businesses here in the area really special is the way that they do give back like you're saying that you have i think that's uh, pretty incredible and i think it needs to be talked about personally yeah
0: well and we we don't you know we don't advertise or promote our single mom's oil change it's like i said it's a scheduled only event so it's not like we put it out on our marquee come on right um and but i think that um i think that it does a lot for the morale of our employees i think they enjoy um seeing
1: that they're they're doing good work yeah uh and giving back I love yeah. that. I, and so now you have that event that you do. What other what other things do you do, you do or do your mechanics do? What What is it that ma- that makes them... Because you have a really good retention rate, too, with your mechanics. We do. We do. So what, why? Y-
2: you know... Um, yeah, he's coming to pick me up. I like to think we're a, uh, a, a good place to work. They've got a chance to be successful. Yeah. You know, we're um, a modern shop, so they get to... You know practice their craft in a good place and with all the latest technology and and so you know they're able to be successful for their families and so we're trying to you know provide a fun place to work where Mm -hmm. where they can be successful that's
1: and they're proud of the work that they do yeah 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 i think that's so important now you're you've been in business for 10 years now
2: june will be 10 years june June will be 10
1: that's yeah amazing congratulations you guys what would you say were the hardest
2: years for you Oh, it's you know. Looking back, obviously the first year, you know, yeah. you know when you open that door on the first day and you don't know if anybody's going to walk in there, and and really just learning how to how to own a business, and yeah, the first few years were harder.
1: You feel like you're you're in that learning stage, right? Yeah, it, you're, for like three years.
2: Yeah, and then you you know, and and then you have to get kind of um, refreshed and you know, every year it gets, you, I mean, you've got to do that more and more to stay focused or, or you get complacent and I don't ever want to do that. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, when you get into that, I don't know, seven or eight, nine years, that's when you start needing to be aware that, you know, that you need to change and you need to do things different somehow and and uh, not get complacent.
1: So how do you do that? How do you not get complacent? Do you Do you make the decisions to do that or what is it that you're doing?
2: Well, it's little things like this, like this digital vehicle inspection. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a difference in how we do things. And so, you know, we all get stuck in a rut and and so it's embracing change like that.
1: Yeah. And you're not afraid to do that. Obviously, you started off with a huge change. And so you've made these changes over the years. Do you bring your team in to help make some of those decisions?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So being a part of of what you do and growing your business. They have a sense of ownership. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. That's so important. They've got better ideas than I do. I promise you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know what? I have a, a quote that I love. It's one plus one is three. That means you have a great idea. They have a great idea, but together it's amazing so i think that when as a business owner leading from behind is basically what you're doing when you're doing that is one of the most powerful things that you can do to really establish that sense of ownership for your team and the sense of uh them knowing that they're contributing to something greater and i think that's really cool
2: yeah
0: well and and matt does a great job of Um, just showing them support throughout, you know, he'll send them to Houston for uh, refresh training or whatever it's the latest that it's called but um, not just the service manager but also our technicians uh, will go and I think that you know just recognizing birthdays and keeping track of um, you know we do a Christmas party every year we do a a customer appreciation barbecue once a year uh, in June uh, around our anniversary and I think those are just all uh, events that we host that we hope we we'll, we'll, we'll continue to keep them connected and, and wanting to be there.
1: And I think that's that's fantastic because again, you're showing your appreciation for them and for the work that they do and valuing them as individuals, um, Not just that, you know, not just the mechanic part of them, but the whole person. Right. And that's so valuable. And you do the customer appreciation barbecue every year. So you're sending out invitations to your customer list. Is that how you do that?
2: Sending out a huge email blast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And yeah. how does that turn out? Oh,
2: it's you guys fu- have it's, good it's always fun. Yeah, it's always fun. It's just a, um, we'll probably serve 150 or so. You know. Wow, it, it's that's on really a, good. It's on a Saturday now, and and so we'll we'll do. You know, we've got uh, barbecue catered in and. You know, the, the cake and chips and drinks and all that kind of stuff. We've, we, um, we get tables and put them in the garage. So, so you're eating your barbecue sandwich right where your car got fixed. So we <laughs> so do clean we up. Are. We do clean up for that.
1: <laughs> that. That's pretty cool. So what is next for Christian Brothers? What is on the horizon for you? What are you, what are you planning at one
0: point, we had talked about opening a, a second franchise, but really? I think we quickly realized that one was all we could handle.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're still trying to. We're, yeah, we're still trying to do our best with this one. Um, so you know, there's you know, there's a lot of changes. You know, as as uh, you know, there's a lot of things that are being talked about with mm-hmm. the digital vehicle inspections and the, you know, you know whether we do a con, uh, concierge. I don't know how to say concierge that, concierge service mm-hmm. where you you know pick up customers cars that may be coming in the future. Oh, wow. That's convenient. You know, but everybody's wanting, you know, everybody wants DoorDash and everybody wants convenience. So yep. we're we're trying to you know, we were one of the first companies to have a, a shuttle car. Really? And so, you know, we still have that. So we take people home mm-hmm. if they need a ride, but you know, people want more than that. They want their car picked up and brought back to them. Yeah. So
1: we're in a world of convenience, right? Right. We right. have cell phones. Everything's immediate, right? I want right. it within, you know, five seconds. Otherwise, forget it. I'm going to go to the next guy. Um, so convenience means a lot. I mean, I will let you know that I am guilty of that. Convenience is a lot, means a lot to me, especially if I'm busy and I'm, you know, running the business and I'm, you know, here on the show or taking care of my family. Um, you know, my time is valuable. And I think that's what that interprets into.
2: Yeah. So, you know, I think the future is going to be how do we respond to to that kind of a changing dynamic that, you know, the, everybody wants a click of a button. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So tell me, now, we talked to, about how you guys have a great, you know, great reviews. You have um, people who just really appreciate the above and beyond uh, the norm um, in your industry. What is the biggest challenge though for you when it comes to customers or customer retention?
2: You know I think it is always communication having Mm -hmm. enough communication if there's ever obviously we don't make everybody happy Mm -hmm. and so it's you know it's it's always a problem with whether it was communicating what was wrong with the car or communicating the value of what we're trying to sell them. so to me, that's always the challenge,
1: right? And and sometimes people just won't get it, mm-hmm. right? And that's okay. Right. You know, you did what you needed to do. You did your best to help them understand, but sometimes they just don't. They don't get it, um, and that's okay. So as a seasoned. Entrepreneur, somebody who's been in the business now for for ten, going on ten years. What would you tell someone who is looking to start their own business or looking to get into a franchise model? What is some of the best advice you would give them?
2: Well, obviously, do a lot of research. Um, you know, if you if you don't have a particular skill set, like I didn't have the skill set to open up Matt's Automotive, mm-hmm. um, and so a franchise. Was perfect for me because it oh, was. Makes perfect sense. It was a model that if I followed the instructions, I can be an entrepreneur without feeling like an employee, mm-hmm. um, without feeling like I bought myself a job. Yep. So you know, it's kind of it. It kind of fits the best of both worlds. I think from Christian Brothers corporate perspective, it's probably tough because mm-hmm. you've got entrepreneurial type people who you want to <laughs> herd a little yeah, bit. And you want to so, reel them in. And so, um, you know, that's you know it's probably not for everyone mm-hmm. certainly not but but if you've but but if you want to do your own thing um and want to buy into a successful great model then look at you know start looking at franchises
1: and where do you do that where do you go to look at franchises
2: oh there's franchise review boards online you know that you know christian brothers is ranked really highly on most of those um but yeah just start researching you know i mean what do you want to do? do you want to you know, sell sandwiches or, or fix shoes or, you know, right. So
1: whatever kind of draws you in again. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you go to any trade shows when you were looking at franchise? I,
2: I did not. No. You really
1: looked no. You did the. You did the boots on the ground, looking at the catalogs, looking online. I, right.
2: Yeah, and that, and I went and visited a store in Atlanta. Smart. Met with an owner. I yep. would definitely do that, and I would ask the. I would ask the, you know, the real and the hard questions. Mm-hmm. I would always ask, would you do this again? That's the, that's the biggest question to ask you know, someone that's doing it.
1: That's it. And if there's no pause? <laughs> if, they, if
2: they hesitate, <laughs> maybe, maybe you need to look at something else. All right.
1: That's fantastic. I think that's probably um, one of the most important things that you can do is ask the people who are doing it. Right, right, and find out from them. Go to their store. Surround yourselves with them. Did were they open? Were they really? Were they were they welcoming to say, hey, you know what? Yeah, let's sit down and have a conversation. Let's have
2: coffee. Very much, and we see them every every year at the convention, and they're great friends of ours now. Oh, that's so Yeah, you have they were a, a
1: good network then within Christian Brothers. Yes, yes, that's fantastic.
2: But they were very honest. You know, we wanted to ask them, what does your typical day look like? You know, are you working sixteen hours a day? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how hard is this? And, and what was your background? And, and so, yeah, ask all those questions. That's, but, great. but to me going to the franchisees, and I probably called a dozen more, but, um, but asking the franchisees.
1: How long did it take you to finally make that decision that you, this is what you were going to do? It was quick. It was very, really? very, very quick.
0: Yes. When I was, I was the marketing director at the Anderson area YMCA and I came home. Matt had been out of work for a couple of weeks and was, you know, online trying to find a job locally in the Anderson Greenville market. And, So I said, so how's the job search going, honey? And he said, I think I'm going to open an automotive repair franchise. And I said, that's not funny. You need to get (laughs) off your butt and go find a real job because you know nothing about cars. And he said, in an hour, we have a a conference call lined up with Josh Wall, who's the franchise development director. And the snowball just took off after that. Wow! So within weeks, we were flying out to Houston to hear more about the franchise and then less than two weeks after we got back from houston they granted us the contract and then our house sold within three weeks and oh so this was
1: this was just this was a whirlwind yeah it was correct people thought
0: we were nuts in the fall of the economy in 09 when everything was tanking right they thought we were
2: crazy yeah there was a guy at church that said i can't believe you're going to open up a business in this economy in something you know nothing about
1: (laughs) (laughs) right it does seem a little crazy i said i can't either but but i think that's the spirit of entrepreneurship though i think you have to be a little crazy to get into business for yourself because there is no guarantee right well there's no guarantee with anything but you know if you're working for somebody else and they've been around for a while then you know you probably have more of a stability you have that week-to-week paycheck and everything else but with a franchise or your own business, there's no guarantee. Everything is in, completely in your hands.
0: Well, and I think when you asked earlier about what what do we like best about being business owners, I say flexibility. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have a good team in place that we can... For the most part, you know, come and go yeah. to do things like this this afternoon. Yes. I mean, you know, and and to have that flexibility is nice. Whereas Matt had been, you know, working in an operations management position for for years prior to and not had that flexibility. He was there for a ten or twelve hour shift or whatever and didn't come home. Mm-hmm. You know, so wow. So we, I, I enjoy that that he's able to to be out of the shop. Does
1: it give you more quality time with
2: your family. It does. Yeah, sure does.
1: I think that's amazing. We, I mean, you're, you, you work harder, I think, as an entrepreneur simply because you know that it's up to you. But like you said, having the flexibility um, and knowing that the more you work, the smarter you work, um, the better things will get for you. And I think that's one of the best things.
2: Now, the first year, I worked my tail off.
1: Oh, sure. I, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> but, well, you're learning. I mean, you were, y- you were in that process of having to learn everything. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You couldn't leave. Yeah, it was my baby. I couldn't leave it. I couldn't, right. Yeah. And we
1: were open on Saturdays for the first how many months? Six, six months or so. Six months or okay. so. And that's all a part of the model. Yeah. But it paid, but it paid off. Mm-hmm. You guys are now 10 years into it. You're very successful. Um, people love you. And uh, you're doing well. So congratulations on all of that.
2: Well, thank Thank
1: you. you. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Well, thank you both very, very much for being here. What I'd like to ask you to do is to let the listeners know where they can find you online. And if you have anything that you'd like to leave us
2: with. Um, You can find us at www.cbac.com forward slash Hendersonville. Uh, Or call us at 615-826-5550. And our address is 563 East Main Street, right between Sonic and Discount Tire.
1: Yeah, you guys are a little back back there so you have to look or for your sign kind of, kind That's of right. tucked yeah. in. Yeah. And and we partner really
0: well with Discount Tire. They don't offer alignments and we do. So and we don't sell tires and they do. So we have a great partnership. Beautiful. So, so, yeah,
2: Partnerships so we, are so great. So we swap cars back and forth. People will drop off to get an oil change and their tires rotated and so we take them take them next door and they That's bring back. They'll go
0: grab lunch at Sonic.
1: and <laughs> right. You guys have it all right there. It's all there. That's perfect. Well, thank you very much for both being here today. I really do appreciate your time. I'm very um, happy for your success. Congratulations again. And um, I wish you all the best in all your future endeavors. We'll look forward to hearing more from you. And um, is, any last words of wisdom for anyone? No, just thank, thank thanks you. For having thank us. you
0: for your time. Yeah,
1: it's my pleasure. Thank you. Well, thank you all for listening. This is Wendy Navarro, CEO of Navarro Creative Group and your host for Success by Design with um, Matt and Lee Rex with Christian Brothers Automotive here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. And uh, you can listen to this podcast on winradio.com, Win Radio on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud, navarrocreativegroup.com and spotify.com. So anywhere you can listen to your uh, podcasts and we appreciate appreciate your sharing and listening and uh, please uh, call in write in text us if there's anything you want to know more about or if you're a business owner in the area of Sumner County um, or the surrounding areas we would love to talk with you about having you on as a guest and again thank you so much this is Wendy with Navarro Creative Group CEO and host for Success by Design.